Come on, lifting those hearts with our hands. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I bless you, Lord. I need you, Holy Savior, and I worship and praise and magnify your holy name. Thank you, dear Jesus. Thank you, dear Jesus. Everybody said praise the Lord. And everybody said hallelujah. I'm glad to be here this morning and to feel the good presence of the Lord that we feel. It's been a a good uh, spirit of worship here this morning. You want to have worship because, you know, without worship, you won't have God. You will not have Him. He inhabits the praises of His people. And you want to give a very inviting presence to the Lord. You don't want to send any mixed signals. Everybody said hallelujah. I'm glad to be here. I'm going to turn to Matthew's account. Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. Looking at verse 21. So, Matthew 21 and 21. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, or truly, I say unto you, If ye have faith, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. In all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Everybody said praise the Lord. I'm going to read also from 2 Timothy chapter 1. And this is what the apostle was inspired to say in verse 5. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. Everybody said praise the Lord. I want to preach this morning for a little while on get real. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. The Bible uses this word unfeigned. And what he was saying is, is that he recognized in Timothy that there was a real faith. A real faith. Not something phony, not something plastic, not 
something just going through the motions. You know, the only place that word motions in the Bible is used, it's equated with sin. So we don't want to just be going through the motions. Uh, we're not interested in mechanics. We're not interested in the flesh. We have no confidence in the flesh. Our confidence is in the Spirit, the great presence of the Lord, and we want to, at all times, we want to attain to being real. If you're not quite there yet, then you have a challenge before you to get real, to, be, to become sincere and genuine before the Lord, that you're, you're not just posturing or posing, you're not fronting. Uh, many places, I read an article in the paper the other day about a, a young man that was trying to do right, and his dad wanted him to be part of the fronting. He did a certain business in the front, and he did a gambling business in the back. And uh, the young man had to break away from that. He didn't want to be fronting. He didn't want to be fake or phony or plastic or anything of that nature. He wanted to get real. When the Spirit of the Lord chose to come here in the flesh, that is what your Bible said, 1 Timothy 3.16 that without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness, that God was manifest or shown clearly and demonstrated in the flesh. He chose to come in a very clear manner. He chose to dispense with um, people who had never been able to see him. But he said, I'm going to come in the flesh. It's going to please me to dwell in in that flesh. The key to understanding that there is what your Bible teaches, the key to understanding that there is one God is for you to understand that God is a spirit and he chose to come in the flesh. That the invisible, unseen by man, chose to come in a visible manner where man could see. He truly did condescend or stoop down to us who are of such low estate that we are but human. One writer said we're but worm, just worms. And he chose in his greatness to be mindful of us. He didn't want any, anyone any longer to have to um, seemingly deal with that which they couldn't see, that which they couldn't reach out and touch. So for a brief period of time, some, shall we say, 33 years, he came in the flesh. And the flesh walked upon earth, the flesh that housed the very fullness of the very God, that it pleased the Spirit to dwell in him to the fullness. And in so doing, he went about people and institutions and denominations that were pretending. They were pretending. The word uh, dissemble is in your Bible. The word dissemble. And in some usages, it means to pretend. 
Other uses is it means to lie. A fuller definition, it means to conceal your true motives, your true feelings, what's really in your heart. But the Bible teaches that when Jesus spoke, what he said was real. There was no dissembling. There was no lying. There was no fake. There was no phony. There was no fronting. When he, as in one place, he stated, let not your heart be troubled. He said, because in the Spirit's house, there are many mansions. And he said, and if it were not so, then he said, I wouldn't have told you. In other words, I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play a game with you here. I am giving you my heart. I am telling you what's in my mind and in my thinking. Is it not written in Jeremiah that the Spirit of the Lord said, I know my thoughts towards you. He was not fronting. He was not being fake and phony. He, had, he does have good things planned for you. But he needs for you to get real. He needs for you to get in the same spirit, on the same page, in the same step, and attitude and frame of mind. He needs for you to dispense or do away with any kind of fake and phony and any kind of lie, any kind of falseness. He wants you to get rid of that. That was one of the things that got Paul, the apostle's attention about Timothy and his family three generations deep because he said, I perceive that in you is an unfeigned faith. Now, Jesus taught and said, if you have faith, if you have faith, Anything that is a difficulty, anything that is an obstacle, anything that is a problem, he's saying, if you have faith. But I like the Word of God in the subject matter because he told them to have faith in the Spirit. Have faith in the real God. Have faith in the real thing because the phony is just that. It's not going to work. It's not going to bring about what you have need of and it sure isn't going to get you to heaven. Jesus said, Jesus said that they, for pretense, he said, for a pretense, the pretenders, the pretenders, he said, they're on the street corners, they're in every little front somewhere, they got something going on somewhere, and he said, but it's for pretense, it's for pretending. They pretend to you. Jesus didn't come with any pretense. Jesus didn't come in the flesh with any fake or any phony. When he spoke, it was amen. You could, I'd say take it to the bank, but I'm not too sure about the stability of the banks anymore. But you could, in a manner of speaking, you could take it to the bank. It was something that you could count on that when Jesus said it, it was for real. It was something that you didn't have to. A lot of people say, for real? You know, because they have a little bit of doubt about maybe what somebody's saying to them. 
Maybe they're a, a little worried that there's a little fronting going on. But you know with Jesus, you didn't have to ask that question because he was and is for real. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is not a fake. He is not a phony. His word is forever settled in heaven. So if you have faith, if you have faith, you know, if you have faith. I want you to have faith this morning. I want you to understand that the usage of the word dissemble in your Bible, it is a Bible word, okay? And the usage, for an example, it means to veil, means to cover, put a mask. And it means to veil from sight, to conceal, to disguise or conceal behind a false appearance. Now, I'd like to read to you from the book of 2 Timothy. Listen to what 2 Timothy has to say. This, verse chapter 3, this know also that in the last days, now we are living in the end of the last days. This know also, and the Bible did say that evil men and seducers would wax worse and worse. They're not going to get better. They're going to get worse. So this know also, he wants you to know this, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Dangerous times, in other words. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. They'll be covetous. They'll be boasters. They will be proud. They will be blasphemers. They will speak very offensive things. They will be disobedient to parents, and they, or any authority, in other words. Unthankful, and they will be unholy. They will be without natural affection. They will be truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent or excessive, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form, having an appearance, having a pretense of godliness. That's what he said. And he told us that they would deny the power thereof. In other words, the authority and the power and the realness of God and his word. He said Have a form, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. He said from such Turn away. You turn away from that. That's not what you want. You want something real. You don't want a form. You don't want a pretense. You don't want a, a dissembling. You know, the. you don't want, in other words, a false appearance. You have a form of godliness, an appearance of God, but it's false. There's going to be fronts all over the place, people fronting everywhere. And they're hiding their true motives. They're concealing their true motives. They're making a false show. They're feigning. They're feigning. They conceal their true motives. They conceal their true nature. And they conceal their feelings under a pretense. Under a pretense. 
That's why it's very important to realize what the Bible said and understand it and believe it about Satan and all that one-third that listened to him and followed him in all of his disobedience to God, all of his lying, his dissembling, and how that they have come, woe unto us, because they're here, the prince and the power of the air. And the Bible tells you, not only is he wily, he's filled with tricks, okay? Not only that, but the Bible teaches that he masquerades, he fronts, he puts on the fake and the phony, okay? And all the while, he's concealing his true motives, what he's really got in his heart. Bible, classic Bible example is Judas. Judas at the supper, the last supper. And there he is with the rest of the disciples, Jesus, who in, of course in shadows and types and in reality was the pastor at that dinner. And there he sat and went along with everything. And they began to feel a spirit. And Jesus spoke of betrayal. And they all had felt that spirit. And they began to get worried. You know, it's not a sin to be tempted. You hear me? It is not a sin to be tempted. And they were all feeling what was in the air, that satanic presence of the enemy as he tempted them to betray the Lord. Finally, Peter, he spoke to John and he said, you ask him, you ask him. Basically, his big old giant fisherman Peter was scaredy cat. He didn't want to ask the Lord. He said, John, you, you ask him. You're close to him. You ask him. And so John asked him, who is it? Different ones are saying, is it I? Is it I? Is it I? They're all feeling it. That old situation was in the air. <laughs> and, of course, Jesus said, it's the one to whom I give the sop. And a lot of that didn't even register. And in the process of the meal, a lot of them didn't catch it. That he, he sat there and partook of the meal pretending to be with the Lord. When he'd already been out and about, already been false and phony and fake, and sat there with them and partook with them all the while in his heart. But you know, it was a sad moment when he stepped out at what he felt was an opportune time after having received the best part of the meal after the Lord had made such great overture towards him. And out he goes into the night, and the Bible said that Satan entered his heart. Let me tell you something, though. If you have faith, it doesn't have to happen to you. If you have faith, you don't have to be carried away with falsehood. If you have faith, he said, you can speak to the mountain and it will move. You can get the obstacle out of the way. You can resist the devil and he will flee. He will run. You have at your disposal the victory and it takes you being real. You gotta get real with God. You gotta get real with the truth. You gotta get real with the church. You gotta get real with this experience.
got to get real. You got to turn away from the fake and the phony. You got to turn away from that which denies the power of God. The world is filled with fake and phony religions. Filled with people who just go through the motions and are mechanical. The world is filled with deception. The world is filled with people who dissemble. There are people that will, will go to their brand of, of religion, but it has not delivered them from murder. They'll still kill you. They're not delivered from stealing. They'll still steal. They're, they're not in any way delivered from the, the sins of the flesh, if you please. They're not delivered from those things because they truly do not know salvation. But if you have faith, you can have real salvation. If you have faith, you can have the reality that is Jesus Christ. You don't have to be in a fake and a phony situation anymore. You don't have to yield to the, to the fake and the phoniness and the fronting and the pretense of this world and the spirit of this world. He masquerades to the point that the Bible said that he will bring about a falseness that he'll look like he's an angel of light. He'll look like a messenger of light and that there will be false apostles. There will be fake this and phony that on every hand. Jesus said they'll tell you to go here and go there. He said, but don't do it. I forewarned you. You don't leave the real and go to the fake. You don't want to be living going through the motions. You don't want to be a phony. You want to get real. And if you want to get real, then number one, you make a good repentance. Let me tell you, repentance was so strong in the, in the town of Nineveh. Now, you could have made a lot of fun about those Ninevites because the Bible said they didn't know their right hand from their left. You tell them to go right, and they went left. You tell them to go left, and they went right. Well, that just sounds like a lot of people I know. It's called contrary. Hello. It's just called contrary. And these folks were contrary. These folks were ignorant or lacking in knowledge. They were very simple, evidently, and they were very steeped in the wrong things. And God sent the preacher from one end of that city to the other, and it was a great big city. And he sent them from one side to the other, preaching repentance. And the king of that city got so stirred up, he said, nobody, nobody is going to do anything. Nobody's even going to eat. The dog is not going to lap a puddle. You're talking about repentance. We're going to sit down in sackcloth and ashes, if you please. We're going to demonstrate to God, without a doubt, and we are sorry. And that we're going to turn away from that. We're going to get real around here. We're going to get real with God. You don't want to play with God. He's not playing. He's real. He's not horsing around. He's not fronting. What he's told you in his word, he means it. It's forever settled in heaven. There are real, I don't even like when people use the word about a Bible story. I happen to like better a Bible account because story worries me that people will think it's, it's just a little uh, fake thing like a legend or, or like a, I don't know, any, anything like that. Just something that, that people don't take it for real. 
They just think it's just a story. But it's not just a story. What's in those 66 books, 1189 chapters in your Bible, let me tell you, it is real. And when God said the iron swam, it swam. When he parted the Red Sea, he parted the Red Sea. When he opened the blind eyes, they popped open. When he raised the dead, they raised up. Amen. And let me tell you something else. When you get the Holy Ghost, you get the Holy Ghost. You get delivered from sin. You get delivered from fake and phony and put on and fronting. You get delivered from being a dissembler. You get real. One young man just made a statement. He came to church, been in trouble with the law. We helped him out, got him some community service. Got his paperwork signed. He was able to get his license and drive or whatever. The different things that they allowed him to do then. He's coming to service, all excited, bringing his family, all excited. And uh, a couple of times he got a good touch. We baptized him. He got a good touch. Didn't get the Holy Ghost, but he he got a good experience of of God's blessing and God's power, and 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 he he knew. But you know, for some people, it's not about real. It's not about true. It becomes about family. comes about, doesn't matter if it's falsehood. You know, you can't have Jesus without the truth because Jesus is the truth. You can't separate that. Jesus doesn't do phony. Jesus doesn't do deception. Jesus doesn't do fake. Jesus doesn't do feigned. He doesn't do that. He's not a dissembler. And he, he wants you to come to a place to where you get real young man, because of family, went to a place where they don't teach the truth. And it wasn't long when they begin. At first, they told him, well, yeah, that, that place talking about us is okay. That's okay. Yeah, you can go there once in a while. And then after a while, they didn't come at all. And then after a while, started saying that this was false doctrine. And I said, tell him to come see me and bring his Bible. We'll see what's false, and we'll see what's true. You know, when you start spouting that you believe Peter more than you believe Jesus, you got your wires very, very, very crossed, okay? You're very, very mixed up because there is no contradiction in the Word of God. You hear me? And Peter got his words from Jesus. Hello. Let's wake up here. You can't front. You can't fake. You don't play church. You got to get real. And if it crosses you, you take it. If it steps on your toes, you submit to it. Because God is real and God is right. When you get baptized in water, in the name of Jesus Christ, your sins being moved out of your life, you're talking about moving a mountain, a mountain of dirt, a mountain of sin. Moved out of your life, you're washed in his blood. You're made clean. You're made clean. You can remain standing. The usage in Joshua 7-11, it was stolen and dissembled, meaning they lied. God was upset because they not only stole something that wasn't theirs, but they lied about it. Jeremiah 42 and 20, he said, you have dissembled in your 
hearts. It means you've lied in your heart. Galatians 2 and 13. This happened to the Apostle Paul. Supposed to be a church meeting. People all together. All of a sudden, some folks came in to the church meeting that weren't like them. And uh, so these folks were sitting with them and fellowshipping with them and working with them and happy. Everybody's got diversity. Celebrating our diversity. <laughs> and the next thing you know, in comes some of the ones that didn't think this was should be for everybody. You shouldn't mix with them. And so the Bible said that they, they concealed, or that's what the word dissembled meant, that they concealed their true convictions and they acted insincerely when they withdrew themselves from these people. And they went and sat on the other side of the room. They had their little private party, you know. And he named some that were carried away with their dissimulation. Started concealing. Psalm 26 and 4, everybody said, praise the Lord. Let me read you Psalm 26 and 4. Right in the Word of God. I want you to hear it right from the Word of God. 26 and 4. He said, I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I won't go with the fake and the phony and the pretenders. I'm not playing church. This is not a joke. I'm not playing church. I'm not going to go through the motions. I'm not going to be a mechanic. I'm not going to straddle any fences. I'm going to fully, what did he say? I, uh, I, I declare unto you. I want to declare that I am for getting real. I want to be real. Jesus is real. I want to be real. And I can achieve this if I have faith. If I have faith. If I have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But you have faith. God gave you faith. He put it in your heart. Don't lie about it. Don't fake about it. Don't phony about it. Put that faith on the line. And mountains can move. Devils can be cast out. And you can have the true salvation of God. I'm not trying to keep my foot in two camps. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. You can't straddle like that for very long. There's no fellowship between light and darkness. Do you hear me? What your Bible teaches. That's not the way it's to be. You want to get real. That means you're in this. This is not a pastime. This is not a party. This is not a recreation or an amusement. This is not you coming here and, and acting silly. Jokey. It's not about that. Girls, it's not about attracting the boys. And vice versa. This is a real. This is God's church. It's God's power. It's God's glory. And it's real. And if you have faith, you can embrace that reality. You can know that reality. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You, in other words, can have the gift of eternal life. You can have the spirit of grace. You can have all, as Brother said, a fruit of the spirit that's in the place to be in your life, in, in your tree, growing in your life. You can have that joy and that peace. You can have the wondrous things of God. You can be delivered from the enemy. You can have happiness. You can have the great goodness of God in your life. Let's raise our hearts with our hands. I want you to get real this morning. You don't want to pretend with God. 
you tell them, Lord, I want to get real. You're so real, Lord. You're so real. You wouldn't tell me a lie, Lord. You wouldn't joke with me, Lord. I don't have to ask you for real. I don't have to do that because you're real. I know you're real and I want to get real. I want to get real saved or salvation. When I'm sick, I want real healing. When I have a need, I want it to be met real. Not fake. Not phony. I don't want to hear people's false things that they say. I want truth. I want reality. I'm glad the Lord can speak over the pulpit and tell me the real truth of what I need to hear. I need it. I want to be delivered every day out of the pit. Every day. Fighting the fight of faith. I want to fight off the devil and the temptations. I want to fight off all the onslaughts of the enemy and the characteristics of this generation in the last days. I don't want those things that Timothy had to bring to them. I want the fruit of the Spirit. I want what God has, not the works of the flesh. The enemy will tell you that it's going to be all right. The enemy will tell you thou shalt surely not die. The enemy will tell you all kinds of things like that because he's a liar and the father of it. You will never get truth from him. You will never get mercy from him. You will never get peace and love and joy. He does not possess those characteristics. He left those things. He turned on those things. He rebelled against those things. And consequently, he was thrust out. And the angels which kept not their first estate went with him, a third of them. Come on. I want you to get real. At the altar, I want you to be real. You need to tell them, Lord, I, I really need this. I'm not faking. I'm not phoning God. I mean what I'm saying. I need this. I need this great, oh, so great salvation. I need this, Lord. We're going to lift our hearts with our hands. The altar is open. Let's worship together. Come now. Dear Lord, if you have faith, you can get real. Not just telling you to get real, I'm giving you the means to get real. Have faith. If you have faith. And he has given to you a measure of faith. He surely has. Come on now. With my whole heart, I'm gonna love you. With my whole I don't want to play church. I want to get real. Secret part, wholehearted. I'm in love with you, with my whole heart. I'm gonna love you with my whole life. I live it for you. Will you take my heart? Every secret. I'm in love with you With my whole heart I'm gonna love you With my whole life 
secret. 